At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sunday slate of football. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome in. It is indeed the Pro Football Blitz right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Brady Cannon along with my partner Mike Pritchard in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada at the fabulous Circa Resort and Casino. Week one of the NFL has kicked off, and we are going to get to all the breakdowns, the look-aheads for week two. But first, Michael, we have Sunday night football. We're not done yet. Sunday night football kicking off in roughly 20 minutes from now. It'll be the Dallas Cowboys hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and this line has really bounced all, all over the place all summer long with the Tom Brady news and missing some camp. It was just later or earlier this week that Dak Prescott had a minor injury to his ankle. He was a full participant in practice on Friday. But with all this news that was coming out, Tyron Smith, Ryan Jenkins, injuries to the offensive line, the line itself here in the betting market in Las Vegas was bouncing around all over the place. But right now, where we have landed, again, just 15, 20 minutes before kickoff, the Buccaneers are favored by 2.5 with a total of 50. And I am seeing a 49.5 tick down on the total here in Las Vegas. Yeah, you know what, Brady? Great to be with you, by the way. And I'm excited that we have Sunday Night Football during our show here. Um, what I think we need to talk about, too, is expectations, right? Uh, with Tom Brady and Tampa Bay, it's always the Super Bowl or bust, right? I think when you look at Dallas and what Jerry Jones said, a deep run in the playoffs is a level of expectations right now. So it's not about getting to the playoffs. It's about a deep run to the playoffs. And, and if you're thinking about Jerry Jones, you're thinking about Dak Prescott, you're thinking about the Dallas Cowboys, it's about getting to the Super Bowl. Uh, so I think we got a fabulous matchup tonight and a 
cannot wait for us to preview it here and, and see what angles we can find uh, for the betting public out there. Well, uh, the angle for the Dallas Cowboys in 2021 was covering the spread. They were mm-hmm. the number one team in the NFL against the number. One thing that stands out to me uh, for Tom Brady, and we've always known really with any quarterback, but the way you ruffle Brady is putting pressure on him. He was the most well-protected quarterback in 2021, but when he was pressured, his completion percentage went down to just 45%, and that was 29th in the league. I also think this is interesting here. This is actually the third straight game on the road for Tampa Bay as they close the preseason out Mm -hmm. with two straight games on the road. And since 2014, teams playing week one on the road after finishing up with two preseason games on the road, they're 6-12 and straight up, 5-12-1 against the spread. Did you ever notice that that had an effect on you? And maybe you didn't have that scenario, but do you think it's real? Um, I don't think it's real as a player. I, you know, you block out so many things. You're taught and certainly you train yourself to block out what could be distractions, right? And I think being on the road is just part of uh, life in the National Football League, and, and certainly we're prepared for it that way. Uh, I think Tampa Bay will be prepared. It's all about training camp. But then you go back to when Tom Brady took a vacation during training camp. Uh, you wonder about preparation because all day today uh, we saw some instances where uh, preparation was not uh, on the side of certain teams, and it cost them uh, today. So I, I don't know if it's going to cost Tampa Bay or not. Everybody seems to think that Tom Brady uh, is spectacular, which he is, but around Tom Brady is not the same, though. Right, uh, and, and injuries so, to the offensive line, exactly, too. Exactly, exactly. Uh, key key uh, development right there, too, though. Uh, but, you know, I, I just look at expectations. I look at both sides here, uh, Brady. Uh, whether you're on the road or not, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if Dallas has that particular home field advantage feel either Uh, you're going to see an electric atmosphere I mean you're probably going to see a lot of Tom Brady fans uh, in the stands as well but these guys are going to be fired up both sides are going to be fired up and it's about who can be more disciplined you know Uh, Dallas Cowboys to me this is the biggest stat uh, for for me in this handicap is the amount of penalties Mm -hmm. that we see with the Dallas Cowboys they cannot do that against the Tom Brady football team You know, I think this is the first time Tom Brady in his illustrious and lengthy career that he's ever played at Jerry's World in Mm -hmm. Arlington. So maybe it'll be, you know, something new to him uh, that does create a little bit of a home field advantage for the Dallas Cowboys. We will see. Of course, this will be Todd Bowles' debut as the Buccaneers head coach. He's 24 and 40 straight up in his prior stint as head coach of the New York Jets. And, you know, in studying this team in the offseason, Mike, it feels to me and You, of course, know with Bruce Arians, risk it, biscuit, all that stuff. I mean, he was throwing the ball left and right. It feels like Todd Bowles is going to kind of dumb that down a little bit and maybe focus more on the running game. And in today's NFL, uh, I I think you have to pass on first down. You have to look that way anyway. And if Bowles is focused more on the running game, I think maybe that could be to the Cowboys' advantage. Yeah, I believe you're right, uh, too, Brady, because the Dallas Cowboys, they have so much team speed. Uh, They are aggressive style, too, as you know, Uh, and certainly from a personnel standpoint, Dan Quinn uh, can do a lot of different things, a lot of different things, a lot of different looks uh, out there on the field uh, against Tom Brady. I I don't know what type of running game they're going to have, to be honest with you, because of the offensive line. Mm -hmm. I I think a lot of people don't know what the running game is going to be like with Tampa. When you skew it uh, like they did last year, 66 percent pass, 66 and a half, if you will, uh, pass run ratio when it's 33 and a half to the run. Uh, how are they going to be a powerful running team? How are they going to be Cleveland? How are they going to do something that's with, beyond their nature? It's Tom Brady's nature to drop back and throw the football. 
Uh, and if, it, if it's a tight game, you know that's going to be the case too. So it'll be interesting how Todd Bowles and the rest of the coaching staff manages, it, manages that. You talked about on our preview show on Saturday how Tom Brady led the league in explosive plays, if you will, through mm -hmm. the air, 25 yards or more. And that, of course, was under Bruce Arians. You wonder if that will be the same uh, with a defensive-minded coach in Todd Bowles and what we're talking about here if he is going to focus a little bit more on the running game. Here's some player props for you, Mike. Tom Brady and Dak Prescott. Tom Brady at 273.5 yards passing. Minus 115 either way there. Dak Prescott a little less at 269.5 yards passing. The over is a little bit of a favorite there at minus 120. Passing touchdowns, they're both at 1.5. If you want the over on Brady, you have to lay heavy juice at minus 250, or excuse me, minus 225. Mm -hmm. And the over on Prescott is a little juiced as well at minus 155. Uh, the total in this game, obviously, at 50 and a half. We have seen a couple of shops tick it down to 49 and a half. I think it's hard to not go over on Brady, but it's very expensive if you want to go that direction. Um, I would probably stay away from that one uh, with either of these guys and, and maybe look to the over on Dak Prescott, over mm -hmm. in his passing yards. We saw this game last year. It was a shootout. Right. We know how Dallas gets off to such fast starts typically uh, under Dak Prescott. They did last year. They put a bunch of points on the board against these Buccaneers last year at Tampa Bay. I figure they might be able to do the same thing here at home. Yeah, I think so. Um, it's interesting, too, with Dak Prescott interceptions thrown. Uh, it's at a half. Same thing with Tom Brady, plus 105. Uh, juiced uh, to, I believe, the over. Is that the under right there, right? Minus 140 uh, in terms of uh, interceptions thrown. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's interesting because what you just talked about uh, with uh, Dak Prescott and, and the shouldering the load there uh, that's going to have to happen and take place, but he doesn't have the dynamic weapons out there. Michael Gallup uh, certainly is not going to be out there, but... Uh, you do have CeeDee Lamb. I, I think they're going to distribute the football around the field. They're going to try to create that essence of the West Coast offense using running backs out the backfield, maybe splitting guys out. Pollard, you got Schultz at tight end, too. Uh, so, yeah, he might be throwing the ball uh, a little bit more than comfortable. Certainly, uh, if the game plays out that way, you're going to have to do that. Uh, I think Dallas is going to run the football, though. Uh, at least that's what they want to do. And again, it's different for what you want to do with the game plan and what you can do. Uh, certainly, if you're Tampa Bay, you're going to try to prevent the run and make Dak Prescott because I, I think Tampa Bay feels like they have favorable matchups uh, against certainly the premium players that they have on the offense and just CeeDee Lamb as the playmaker on the outside. Of course, Tyron Smith out for this game, maybe not back the entire year, December probably at the earliest. And Tyler Smith, mm -hmm. the rookie, fills in at his place. Now, he was drafted as a guard, but they move him over to left tackle, and reports have been that he's doing pretty darn well. It looks like it was a pretty good draft pick for the Dallas Cowboys, but he will have a tough assignment tonight going up against Shaq Barrett, Vita Vea, some of those defensive linemen uh, that are pretty stout for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and maybe that leads you to a rushing prop here for Dak Prescott. Mm -hmm. If he's going to have to escape the pocket quite a bit, 13 and a half yards under or over rushing for Dak Prescott. It is juiced minus 115, just slightly 
to the over. Another one I like here is Tony Pollard, over 30 and a half yards rushing. Okay. I really think he is going to be the feature back, Mike. And if they're going to win this game, I think he has to be. If they're going to do well this season, I think they need to kind of put Ezekiel Elliott on the back burner, if you will, and feature Tony Pollard. I'd be looking, if you're a Cowboy fan and, and you think this team is going to have success tonight, a lot of it, I think, has got to come from Tony Pollard. Yeah, you know, Pollard, he's a more explosive player uh, yeah. at this time in Ezekiel Elliott's career. Uh, I just wonder about the, the number of carries. Now, it skewed in favor of uh, Zeke Elliott last year. Maybe this year, like you said, you, you got to involve Pollard a little, more, a little bit more. You have to because I, I just don't think Dallas Cowboys are, are as prolific on the outside as they have been in the past. And so Pollard uh, adds the speed, uh, the explosiveness, uh, and getting the ball in his hands, whether it's a jet sweep, if they do line him up as a receiver, uh, or just out the backfield as well. Is there a prop that the very first play on offense for the Dallas Cowboys will be a handoff to Ezekiel Elliott? <laughs> I think that's got to yeah. be a heavy favorite. Right, right. I mean, I, and I'm against that too, Brady. I know, but you know, Mike McCarthy <laughs> right. and just the way they do things, uh, I mean, it seems like that handoff to Ezekiel Elliott is a very obvious mm. first play. We will see. Uh, <laughs> when we come back on the other side, we'll continue to talk about this game a little bit. Still about 10 minutes before kickoff there in Big D. And I'll get a bet from, or I'll get a pick from you. Do you okay. have a bet on the game? I do not. Um, I did well so far, so I'm going to rest on my laurels. I might play in game though. Uh, I'm, I want to see what develops with Tom Brady. You know, it's it's hard to bet against that guy. It really is. Uh, if I were to lean or, or have a pick, it probably would be uh, Tom Brady in Tampa. Well, we'll get more into that when we return on the other side. I do have a bet in this game. I'll let you know what that is. We'll continue. For the next four hours here on the Sunday edition of the Pro Football Blitz, recapping everything that we saw so far in week one in the National Football League. We'll be right back with more right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so... 
there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz on Visa, the sports betting network. Snack time meets game time with the Frito-Lay Snacks and Snaps series. Join six free fantasy football contests and draft your best lineups to fight for your share of $120,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Frito-Lay now to get in on the action. Frito-Lay, food for the fun of it. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com. For details, Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you here inside the Pro Football Blitz, getting ready for the kickoff of the final game on this Sunday, September the 10th, September the 11th, rather. A historic day in American history, of course, and we saw the uh, the ceremonies before each and every NFL game today. I thought that was pretty cool yeah. that uh, they honored, uh, you know, that tragedy that happened way back when. So, uh, you know, it was kind of fitting for to have something positive like opening day, if you will, in the NFL uh, on, on such a day that is dark in our history. Yeah. You know what, Brady, uh, as a card carrying member of the NFL, as yes. NFL Players Association. Yeah, I'm proud of the league uh, when they do uh, something like that in terms of remembering and honoring uh, those that have lost, lost their lives. Uh, first responders, certainly all the victims. Uh, we, we do. We can't never forget that. Right. And, and I think. Uh, uh, the way that the league recognized that on this day uh, as we go to work, uh, I think that was important and well done. We'll see if they uh, do that uh, before kickoff here at Jerry's World in Arlington for the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We mentioned in the last segment we're going to get to our picks for this game. Uh, Mike, you and mm-hmm. I both uh, had a couple of teasers going today, and I have half of my teaser in. I had the Jacksonville Jaguars teased up, and uh, that one got a little nervy, especially in the first half, but they came through in the end, uh, lost that game by six points, so that stayed within the teaser number there. And the second leg I have on the teaser is the Dallas Cowboys teased up to plus eight 
Uh, you can do that to plus eight and a half now with two and a half just about everywhere in the market. But I think the key there is getting through the three, through mm-hmm. the four, through the six, through the seven. Uh, and I don't mind being on the eight rather than eight and a half no, with Dallas. Right. No, it's a great bet, uh, Brady, to be honest with you. Uh, I came up short on my teaser with the Ravens and 49ers. So we'll get yep. to that. Uh, but I, I think one thing I found, too, with teasers, and I saw this from Las Vegas Chris on, on Twitter, uh, you know, you can get plus 160 with the three-leg. Yeah, uh, part of I saw that, too. Yeah. So, and I saw as high as plus 180, somebody right, mentioned. Right, right, as opposed to the minus 120. And certainly, you're not going to go over that. But uh, if you can find three-legs, I mean, that's to your uh, benefit uh, if you can cash those for sure. But uh, as we know, teasers can be tricky. But no, I think you got a great uh, situation right there with the Cowboys. Well, we are going to hope that it's a close game. Uh, I, I don't really have a great feel for who's going to win it. <laughs> I, I, I do know a lot of sharp people that like uh, the, top, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus the two and a mm-hmm. half. That's okay with me. They can win by three or four points and we'll be just fine. What are you thinking? I know you don't have any action on this game. You said you might get involved in game, but what is your gut feeling as far as a pick on the outcome? Well, I, I want to see if Dallas can be prolific uh, throwing a football without Amari Cooper in a duo right there. Now you got CeeDee Lamb and you got a fine tight end. I think uh, the uh, running back situation, it could be uh, something that could help Dallas Cowboys, certainly if they can possess the football. But if they're three and out, if they're sluggish, if they're not moving the ball at all, uh, I would side with Tampa Bay to get something going. I think Todd Bowles, as a defensive coordinator and now head coach, he's going to concentrate on the defense. Uh, you got Leftwich concentrating on the offense. Him and Brady, they have a pretty good relationship. Bowles is not going to be – uh, occupied with thinking about the offense that way. He's a disguised guy with his defense. And yeah. I looked at the personnel, and they can be disruptive. They can also uh, cause a quarterback to see something that's not there, right, with disguising coverages in the back end. We saw that with Aaron Rodgers not too long ago. So I think Todd Bowles is going to have that type of game plan if they can stop the run, which could make things difficult for Dak. We're starting to see this total tick down at more places in town here in Las Vegas, now down to 49 and a half. Mm-hmm. When you and I did the Pro Football Blitz show on Saturday, it was at 50 and a half. Right. It had ticked down to a flat 50 here when we started the program, and now the 49 and a half starting to populate. And I'd kind of be headed that direction too, and it goes to a lot of the points you make. Uh, of course, Bowles, a defensive minded coach. The running game, if they can stop the running game of Dallas and the and the running game that he wants to emphasize with Tampa Bay, will Tom Brady be under more pressure because of the you know deficiencies in the offensive line? Will Dak Prescott right. be under more pressure? So I think there's a lot of reasons you can mm-hmm. make uh, for this game staying under the total. Real uh, quick, yeah. uh, on, on that notion of stopping the running game. So what that really means is like you're not going to just stop the running game, right? What you're going to do, though, is force predictable down and distance situations. Very good. So if they want to run the football, they can't because mm-hmm. it's second and long or or it's third and long. And so you've taken that playbook or those plays in the playbook out of the equation there. Uh, so that's what, you know, as players and certainly as coaches, when we talk about stopping a running game, that's what we're trying to do. I mean, uh, essentially you never just shut it down. You know, I think the Cowboys could get some yards, but can you stop it or can you slow it down or can you make them think about something else and not go to the running game when they want to. Well, of course, Tampa Bay, one of the best run defenses in the NFL in 2021, but they do no longer have Indomitian Sue across that defensive line, but they do add Akeem Hicks mm-hmm. from the Chicago Bears. So, uh, you know, the way it looks on paper right now, it ought to be pretty stout against the run. 
Uh, let's talk about a running team in the Baltimore Ravens and what we saw from them earlier today as we start our recaps. The uh, game closed in favor of Baltimore, laying six and a half points with a total of 44. And both teams really started off slowly. Joe right. Flacco threw an interception in the first quarter. Uh, the Ravens' defense clearly showed some holes. It, you know, I don't think the Jets were all that unimpressive early in this game. They were kind of moving the ball. Their defense was holding the Ravens. Uh, but finally, they gave up a late score in the first half, and the Ravens went to the locker room ahead 10-3. to And then it was late in the third quarter, Lamar Jackson found Rashad Bateman for a 55-yard touchdown strike. And all of a sudden, this was 24-3 to in favor of Baltimore, and it just kind of seemed to hit the Jets you know, in the head and knocked them out before they could really find any sort of rhythm. You know, I thought right. they were playing pretty well both offensively and defensively in the first half, uh, but by the time the Ravens kind of stepped on their neck in the second half, it was done. Yeah, it was done. Uh, the big plays really hurt the Jets. Yeah. Uh, and credit Baltimore, credit Lamar Jackson for hitting the big plays. You know, there wasn't rhythm early on in that game. Like you mentioned, the running game was not what the Ravens wanted it to be. Uh, but Lamar Jackson is gifted enough to create plays, though, and I, I think he did that. Uh, and then as, uh, as an offense and you get going, you get the ball to Andrews, uh, you start to loosen up the defense, uh, get them the key on certain factors. All of a sudden now you can do some cross uh, uh, the field routes and, and really open up some speed guys that you have on that side of the ball. So uh, I give credit to, to certainly the coordination with the offense there with Baltimore, uh, but just Lamar Jackson, too, never panicking. I mean, I, I thought he was distracted. I am not going to lie about, about the contract situation. I put in my notes, Brady, he needs to get an agent because, <laughs> because yeah. they lowballed him. They did. They gave him a low offer uh, right there. And, and so you wonder if that messes with Lamar uh, as they could not come to a contract agreement right there. But uh, I give credit to Lamar for withstanding all that. But uh, a slow start, uh, no reason to panic for what Baltimore wants to do uh, the entire year this year offensively. Yeah, and I think if you're a Ravens backer and they were the most popular pick today in mm -hmm. Circus Survivor, over 1,600 people will advance to week two with that play right there. Nobody was on the Jets in Circus Survivor. I, I don't believe anybody was on the Jets. Um, but I wouldn't be too excited. You know, the Ravens also cover the spread pretty mm -hmm. easily, of course. They were laying anywhere from six and a half to seven, even if you bet it earlier this summer. It was just a four-point spread. They covered just about all numbers, of course. The game stays well under the total. But, you know, if you're a very fat and happy Ravens backer today, I wouldn't get too excited just yet because, you know, I don't think this is a great New York Jets team. And they held them in check and, like you say, out of rhythm for a big part of this game. Well, you, you know, I, I think continuity is so big in the National Football League, and we're going to get to some games in which there was a great illustration of that. Uh, Lamar Jackson didn't play preseason, and, and you know, think about the contract, too. They're going to be different. This is a get-better league. You're going to watch tape as players. You're going to see what you did wrong. And there's a lot of wrong out there from the Baltimore Ravens, and they got another injury on the offensive line, too, uh, that they're going to have to deal with. So uh, as I look uh, and study the Ravens like I will this week, I'm looking for the mistakes uh, that were made. I'm looking for the missed opportunities that were out there, too, that I saw. Uh, and, and it's all about the Ravens to me more so than the Jets because the Jets, they just have so much more work to do. Uh, they're scrappy. I get that. Uh, I like the energy. I love the veteran presence, too. Uh, but if Flacco is going to be your quarterback for three more games, I guess, uh, I, you know, Flacco is just he's the same quarterback he's always been. And yeah, I don't know absolutely. how. Yeah, I don't know how New York evolves uh, away from that. 
Uh, right now, I think that's going to hinder the Jets' offense. A good test for Baltimore in Week 2. They will be returning home to host the Miami Dolphins, and what a defensive performance it was for Miami earlier today in their victory over the New England Patriots. Right now, Baltimore is anywhere from a 4 to a 4.5-point favorite in that game with a total of 45.5. Just my initial impression, the way those two teams look today, I could see that game staying under the total as well. You remember in our previews of the Baltimore Ravens, we talked about their last six week one games. They held their opponent to an average of just 10 points. Today they hold the Jets to just three points. Pretty impressive in week one once again for the Baltimore Ravens. By the way, there were three people eliminated that were on the Jets in Circa Survivor. We'll come back and update Sunday Night Football as they're kicking off in Big D. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VEASAN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests, 24-7 video, season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides, covering every game all season long, pro tools like our exclusive betting splits, and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Sign up on our discounted football special and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all your options and become a part of the Sports Betting Network. The Dallas Cowboys start with the ball first in Arlington on Sunday night football and moving the ball pretty well, uh, Mike. Uh, Mm -hmm. You you and I were talking about Tampa Bay's ability to stop the run, but uh, Zeke Elliott doing a pretty good job on the ground right now. First and 10 for Dallas here inside Tampa Bay territory, about the 31-yard line or so. That play didn't work too well with Tony Pollard. We talked about him getting more involved in the offense, but uh, so far so good for the Dallas Cowboys, except for the fact that they lose McGovern on that already depleted offensive line. He hobbles off the field with what looked like an ankle injury. No report on whether he will return to the game, but they certainly can't afford to lose any more offensive linemen. Yeah, Brady, I mean, they're keeping Tampa Bay's defense off balance uh, with some no-huddle action, and then Dak's doing a great job of just getting the ball out quickly. Uh, He found a tight end. He's found two receivers, certainly. They're running the ball, a change of pace right there, too. But uh, it's it's all about a, a rhythm offense right now. Uh, when you're trying to have these plays that are scripted uh, and certainly create looks or see what Tampa Bay wants to do against certain looks, multiple, multiple formations. That's the, that's the beauty about scripting t- plays. It's not so much that, okay, you're going to run these plays and, okay, we're going to know what we're doing on each and every play. That's part of it. Uh, but the other part of it, a big part of it, is really how the defense is going to reveal itself because the game is all about adjustments, Brady. Uh, and so if you come out in multiple formations, multiple looks, hurry up, Uh, you really put a defense on their heels, and you get a lot of information uh, as an offense as well. And the drive sputters right there on third and 11 from about the 32 or 33-yard line of Tampa Bay. Dak Prescott throws it over the head of his intended target there, and they will be forced to probably attempt a field goal, I imagine. Uh, The live line here has been taken off the board momentarily, but before that drive stalled, 
on that third down incompletion. The Dallas Cowboys were a one-and-a-half-point favorite in the market. Didn't see where the total was headed as they have taken it off the board. But uh, Dallas does indeed bring in Brett Maher for a field goal attempt, and that one is up and good. Dallas takes a 3-0 lead early in this Sunday night football matchup, and not a bad way to start for Dallas. I thought the offense looked pretty good. They uh, unfortunately don't get to make it seven points, but they get started with three. Well, it's all about information on this first drive, too. I mean, you would like to cap it off with a score and a touchdown. Uh, but I think the Cowboys, with all the more, um, formations that they had and just the different personnel and the packages that they had there on that scripted uh, situation, they really got a lot of information. So we'll see how it plays out in terms of the adjustments going forward, but certainly with Tampa Bay and their defense, uh, and then what Dallas wants to ultimately do throughout the entire football game. Speaking of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, let's take a look at a matchup that occurred in the NFC South earlier today. Two division rivals, the New Orleans Saints and the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. The Saints went off as five-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of 43-and-a-half, and Atlanta drew first blood with a field goal. The Saints came back with a Taysom Hill touchdown, but the Falcons took the lead early in the second quarter. They were up 10-7. to Jameis Winston was really under a lot of pressure. This mm -hmm. is not something that we expected out of this Atlanta Falcons team. Couldn't get any pressure on the quarterback in 2021, but they certainly flustered Jameis Winston in the first half. Cordell Patterson was big on that Atlanta offense, and they took the lead into the locker room 16-7. to then with less than four minutes remaining in regulation, Michael Thomas got in the end zone for New Orleans, and all of a sudden this was a two-point game, 26-24, in favor of the Falcons. Now finally, late in the game, Jameis Winston came to life. He drove the Saints into field goal range to kick the game winner, and Will Lutz does exactly that, 51 yards out, and they get it done over the Falcons, 27-26. Saints get the victory, Falcons get the money, and the game goes over the total. Yet another close game in this rivalry you are very familiar with. Absolutely, Brady. We knew this could happen today. We talked about this game uh, and the fact that it is a rival game. Uh, and it's one of those intense games, too. And we saw that. We saw a lot of big hits. Uh, and this one, we also saw the, the Atlanta Falcons kind of rise to the occasion defensively. Uh, I put in my notes that I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Is this Atlanta defense better than advertised. I think they feel pretty good about their secondary, and their secondary played very well. You know, getting pressure on Jameis was instrumental early on, uh, three sacks in that first half. You saw that stat right there with Jameis. He finished with almost 300 passing yards, right? Yeah. He had, what, 26, 24 passing yards in the first half. Right. He was 5 of 10 in the entire first half, and if it wasn't for Taysom Hill, uh, the Saints, uh, they were not moving the ball offensively, right? And uh, I think uh, people have talked about that. Sean Payton no longer there. Can Davenport, uh, can he call a game as well as coordinate a game? And can Jameis Winston hold up? Uh, he, he scared me going out of the game. Uh, but he, he sucked it up and went back out there and uh, did very well for the Saints in the second half. So I'm encouraged about Jameis Winston. I'm encouraged about the Saints uh, in a tough game. Uh, and getting victory the way that they did against Atlanta. I felt this was a pretty good spot to bet the Atlanta Falcons mm -hmm. because Jameis Winston and the Saints going out on the road, all these offseason expectations. Dennis Allen has right. had little to no success as a head coach in this league, and I thought it was asking a lot of the New Orleans Saints to go out on the road and lay five-and-a-half points. Ultimately, I didn't have the guts to trust the Falcons, <laughs> but uh, my initial inkling was, was certainly correct, and if you were to tell me that they were to hold – Jameis Winston to just 24 yards passing in the first half, you would have thought they won the game. Pretty mm -hmm. tough loss. 
for the Atlanta Falcons and Arthur Smith to start the year out 0-1. Certainly a big win for New Orleans to start out 1-0. But, you know, you talked about it, the the loss of Sean Payton and that chemistry with the quarterbacks and whatnot. That was a part of our handicap in the preview, and it absolutely showed up in the first half of this game. It really did. Uh, And I think from a betting standpoint, I'm looking for the Saints to fix that. Again, the film study uh, understanding what you do well at this point, what you need to work on further. Uh, and then on the other side, if you want to back the Falcons, how about the creativity that you saw out there from Arthur Smith with London, with Pitts, with everybody, really? I mean, I, I thought Mariota played a decent game. He could have played better. He could have made some other plays. But for, from a creativity standpoint, I think Atlanta has something uh, with their personnel there. Chris Godwin did start in the game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He was listed as questionable and just breaks off a big catch and run there for Tampa Bay. And the Buccaneers moved to two and a half point favorites in the live market. Your total is about where it closed at 49 and a half. The closing total was split between 50 and 49 and a half. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers not yet into Dallas Cowboy territory, just on their side of midfield there as we tick down to about the eight minute mark in the first quarter. Uh, It looks like right now, and we saw this, I think, with a lot of games in week one mm-hmm. where these teams are just kind of feeling each other out a little bit. And uh, if you were going to get involved in-game here, you might take a little stab at this one staying under the total. That was certainly the move before kickoff. Right. And just early on here, the first eight minutes or so of this ball game, it, it looks like the offenses are a little rusty. I thought the Cowboys' offense so far has looked better than Tampa Bay. Yeah, you know what? It feels like they're trying to figure it out. Uh, As Brady hits of, a big pass there to Evan. Right, max protection, though, <laughs> right? And you have a one-man route. And so uh, that's one of those situations where you kind of predict what you're going to see defensively, and you take a shot with max protection. Uh, you know, from an offensive line standpoint, the Dallas Cowboys did what they did, even with McGovern going out, going down. Uh, so you're down offensive linemen, but you have this quicker uh, offense, and you want to get rid of the ball quickly uh, from Dak Prescott's standpoint. On the other side, with uh, t- Tampa Bay and Tom Brady, you know, they're methodical. They're using I-formation. They're using heavier personnel. They really are conscious of, of protecting uh, their offense right now because of the offensive line situation. A good run there for the Buccaneers, and they are close to uh, converting another first down there, and they've moved to minus two and a half favorites in the live market. Your total still at 49 and a half. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will play the aforementioned New Orleans Saints in week two in New Orleans. That will technically be the fourth straight road game for Tampa Bay. Again, their last two preseason games coming on the road as well. Right now, Tampa Bay is a road favorite of three points, 47 for your total in that one. And again, a real tough loss for Atlanta because in week two, they're going to travel to L.A., and they're a big-time underdog to the Rams, who are coming off of a loss that I imagine doesn't having have them feel too having feeling too thrilled to a way to start their season. Yeah, Brady. That's why I was looking at Atlanta differently. Uh, I think from a secondary standpoint, they feel pretty good about that uh, and what they have going. A little bit of pressure on the quarterback too. The Rams, they just need to get in shape, uh, and they're going to have extra time because they played on Thursday. And if the Rams realize that on, on camera, on camera, certainly when they're watching tape and and watching themselves play. Uh, then, okay, they're going to fix that. Uh, So I know Atlanta is a big travel game for them uh, on the road, a big spot right there. Uh, We'll see what develops during the week, though. But I I look for the Rams to kind of be in shape and ready to go. All right, when we come back, we will talk about those two games coming up for the Saints and the Bucks and the Falcons and the Rams. We'll also recap the Patriots and the Dolphins right here on the Pro Football Blitz. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. 
If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz on Visa, the sports betting network. Kick off the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go-to sports book for every line, boost, and special. Lace up for week one with Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and Touchdown Insurance offers every Sunday, all season long. Build a parlay of at least four legs, and if it loses, you get your stake back as a free bet up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday Night Football, and you get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time. Head to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. It's a whole new game. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you. 
Talking about week one in the NFL, what a week it was already. And I want to go back to the Falcons real quick. Of course, they lose to the Saints today, 27-26, your final, a Will Lutz 51-yard field goal as time basically runs out to get it done for the Saints. And now the Falcons will travel to uh, to Los Angeles where the Rams have extra rest, and they're smarting off of a loss in the opener on Thursday night to the Buffalo Bills. And it looks like uh, the market has reacted uh, kind of fading the Rams here. We mentioned this was 12 or 13 points when these lines came out over the summer. I'm seeing a consensus number, not a whole lot of numbers out just yet, but 10 and a half, 11 or so right now in favor of the Los Angeles Rams. And, you know, I don't know if I want to go there just yet. You saw the Falcons play a very good game today. You saw the Rams play a real ugly game on Thursday. Right. But we know, Mike, week two is overreaction week. And I'm not just going to say, oh, hey, the Falcons are much improved and, and I'm going to take those points. I, I You know, I, I'm going to have to study this one before I before I decide where my money's going to go. I agree with you, Brady. Uh, pumped brakes uh, on the overreaction, right? I mean, Atlanta, and it's an intense game. It's, it's the first game of the year. You're going to have some wrinkles. You're going to do some different things, and you have the great unknown. Now there's tape out there. And uh, to Atlanta's credit, though, offensively, 71 plays against the Saints. Yeah. That was incredible. Over 400 yards. Against that too. defense, too, right? Right. And so as we go back and watch tape, and I'm speaking of the Falcons here, we were 2-4 and four in the red zone, and we turned the ball over. We didn't make enough plays to win this game. Now, you're still going to feel good good about that. I, I think from a talent standpoint, you're happy about London. You're happy about Pitt. Certainly, you're happy about Cadero Patterson. You're happy about Marcus Mariota. Mm-hmm. You really are. You're happy about the offensive line a little bit going up against that Saints defense. But you have to cap it off, and you have to make plays. So, uh, to me, I want to know if the Rams are in shape. Because if the Rams are in shape, you know, that that's an opportunity, I think, uh, to find some angles to bet with the Rams. But uh, if during a week, you know, you hear things and, and certainly you read things from insiders and is there, there's indicators that the Rams are just not in shape, then, okay, they're going to be in a competitive game again. They could lose this game uh, because I think Atlanta's feeling pretty good about where they are right now as a team. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers do get a field goal to tie the game up at three apiece, and they have just forced Dallas to punt on defense. They will start on offense at roughly their own 35-yard line, make it about the 32-yard line, and they have moved to three-and-a-half-point favorites in the live market. Your total has ticked down to 48-and-a-half, and I want to make that our pro tip, Mike. Uh, James Salinas and I used to do this. Of course, we did this show last year, and we'd always want to see if we could make a bet, you know, before Sunday night football kicked off. And, you know, kind of the the default bet was to take the under in Sunday night football. And and obviously, that's not just an automatic. But I think in general, that's the direction you want to go because by the time you get to the end of Sunday and and Sunday night football is about to kick off, so many people are going to run to the window and, it, it, you know, it's the, the get even or the get even deeper game. Right. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the, the general public or the masses are typically going to bet the favorite and the over. And a lot of times you're going to see that total tick up. So I think generally as a rule under the total on Sunday night football is a good way to go. I agree with you. Uh, you know, it's such a, a weight to all, all day long as a player, you're excited to play the game. And I think, Continuity, I would start right there. But if you have it, that's great. But if you have injuries on the offensive line in key positions, that can hinder you. That can hinder your your preparation. You're going to change a lot of things during the course of the week, too, to compensate. Uh, and then also you factor in the defenses, too. I think Tampa Bay has great defensive speed, uh, and I think that's the same 
thing with Dallas, too. So it adds up to me as an underplay. When we talked about it on Pro Football Blitz on Saturday, it was at 50 and a half. Okay, you're looking at 49 uh, in that range. And that's something that I certainly didn't want to chase. Uh, but I, I need to get to that decision sooner when I recognize <laughs> yeah. that with totals, Brady. Uh, but, you know, it's definitely an opportunity and prime time to, to look at unders that way. You're right. It, it's really not just Sunday night football. I think that may be the greatest case, but really any prime time game, uh, the masses are going to run to the window typically on the over. Uh, that was our pro tip for our number one here on the Pro Football Blitz. We do one every hour on VEASAN across all shows. That means at least 20 a day here, and they are available to uh, VEASAN Pro subscribers only. And that is at VEASAN.com. You can sort them by sport or by show. Again, VEASAN Pro Tips available at VEASAN.com slash pro tips let's talk about the new england patriots and their trip to miami of course they got there early in the week to try and acclimate to the humidity and i tell you as far as the offense goes mike it looked like it didn't make much difference some new england money actually came in late uh bringing this down from three and a half in favor of the dolphins to three at the close 46 and a half for your total uh the miami defense looked really good early they intercepted uh, mac jones they got a scoop and score and they led this game 10 to nothing right out of the gate. They added another touchdown and went into the half 17 to nothing over the New England Patriots. Now, New England came back and put a score on the board early in the second half, and you thought maybe the comeback was coming. But, yeah. you know, so much in the offseason, we talked about everything that Miami added on offense. But, boy, their defense was a story today. I mean, they held New England to just seven points all afternoon, 20 to seven your final. And, uh, you know, I'm not so sure if it was the New England offense being that bad or the Miami defense being that good, but I kind of side with the defense being that good for the Dolphins. And that was a little bit of a surprise to me without their former defensive leader, Brian Flores. Right. Hey, they got good personnel, though, Brady. I mean, uh, credit to the rookie coaches, all three of them, uh, for doing a nice job with the Miami Dolphins and that defense. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think defensively, uh, uh, Miami is a little bit ahead of what people might have expected at this point. But on the other side, I mean, you want to talk about a bad performance offensively. Uh, uh, Bill Belichick, he has work to do. Yeah. Uh, offensive line issues when it comes to protection uh, was just glaring to me. When you can come off the edge, when you can stem late defensively and get to some looks, there's no communication on the, on the, on the offensive line or certainly from the quarterback, Mac Jones, to kind of pick that up. Not even hot routes to get rid of the football. That's a structural problem with this offense. And I was waiting to see what we were going to see with New England in this offense. It's one thing to call plays. It's one thing to coordinate a game plan. It's another to be able to adjust. Now, defensively, I think Belichick's going to be able to do that all year. Uh, Miami only scored, what, three points in the second half. Right. Uh, so you can see that kind of being the case there with New England. I think that's going to be a constant as well. But my goodness, if they do not solve this offensive line issue with protection in the passing game, I don't know if Mac Jones is going to make the entire year. I know he's banged up right now already. Right. Uh, right. So there was a lot of that and a little bit of the fact that the Dolphins defense has they have great personnel. Yeah, absolutely. And they certainly showed it today. And. You know, as far as the Patriots, you mentioned the Dolphins only scoring three points in the second half mm -hmm. and all the weapons that they have on that offense. I think you have to give a little bit of credit to Belichick's right. defense. They, they certainly showed up in the second half, and, and it looked like maybe they were going to get going because they got a score relatively early in that second half. 
Um, but, you know, they ran the ball pretty well, too, mm-hmm. I thought. Uh, you know, and, and we've talked about that in the offseason, that we felt the Patriots were going to try and be a run-heavy team, and, and that was typical Belichick. When everybody's going to the passing game these days, Bill would, you know, he'd go the other way. If you say stand up, he's going to sit down. And, and I thought the running game didn't look too poor, but, uh, boy, you're right. The passing game just could never find a rhythm, and that Miami defense, give them credit for really interrupting that, Miami, uh, that New England passing game. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are going to look at, okay, Mac Jones was uh, 21 of 30 uh, with his stats. Uh, 213 yards, uh, one touchdown, one interception. But what I saw is what's going to repeatedly happen to this New England offense, uh, and that's people are going to get creative with trying to bring pressure because right now the New England Patriots offense, they don't have any answer for pressure, uh, which is going to be interesting to see if they can run the football effectively when they need to. Uh, They had, what, 78 yards, uh, different ball carries. We knew that was going to be the case. But Mac Jones, I'm afraid for that man's health at this point. Uh, because they have issues off- offensively, uh, in particular with the, the protection schemes that they're trying to run right now. Tom Brady throws incomplete on third and five from the Dallas 20-yard line. No sign yet if they're going to go for it here on fourth down. It is currently a 3-3 ball game, and it looks like they're going to bring out Ryan Suckup. He made a 55-yarder to tie this game yeah. at three apiece, and it looks like he has added a short one here, a relative chip shot, about 37 yards for Suckup. And we have a 6-3 to three ball game with a couple minutes left in the first half here, in the first quarter, rather, in Dallas. We'll be back with more of the Pro Football Blitz, get you updated on everything that is Sunday night football and Sunday night earlier today in the NFL. We'll be right back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.